0: Welcome to Meaning Over Money, a different kind of financial podcast where money is never about money. Welcome back. We are so excited to have you here and we hope today's episode adds value to your journey. I've talked about this before, but I have to admit, I humbly admit that most of our good podcast episode ideas come from Cole. Cole is constantly texting me DMing me, hounding me. It's actually the only time I hear from Cole. Come on, Cole. The only time I hear from Cole is when he has an idea. And this episode is his idea. It's a topic that I'm kind of used to. I've been seeing it a lot lately. So when he texts me and says, hey, we need to do an episode about this idea, I know it has some legs to it. And the idea is this. There are a lot of people that have bought homes in the last few years that regret it. But they're not talking about this publicly. Nobody wants to admit that buying a home was a mistake for them. After all, buying a home is the American dream. Buying a home is what we all aspire to do. And I'm, I'm saying all. thats the vast majority of Americans aspire to own a home. And it's sold to us as the best financial decision we can make, one of the best things we can ever do in our life, and something that we should do, and we should do it as quickly as we can. That's a message that's beat down into us from the older generation. So lots of young adults, because that's all they've been told their whole life, go and they buy a house. And so when they had realized maybe they shouldn't, that's not a topic they want to talk about a whole lot. But those are conversations I get to have with them because we're in the confidentiality behind a closed door. So there's a whole segment of our population that continues to buy houses, even though they they really don't know if that's the right choice for them, but it's told to them it is the right choice. So they do, and now they regret it. Some of you listening know exactly what I'm talking about. Others of you listening think I'm absolutely full of crap and that this is a ridiculous topic. If that's you, if you think this is ridiculous, my encouragement is to just hear me out. Just hear me out on this. But what we're seeing is that the people who buy a house and regret it, they feel stuck. They feel like there's no way out. And even if there was a way out, they're ashamed to do it because, number one, when you make a decision and you backtrack on that decision, it's a, it's a public display of failure. It's a public display of indecisiveness. It's a public display of shifting 180. We can do that in a lot of areas of our life, buying a house and then selling it, That's a very public, people can see that, it's obvious. And frankly, it's scary, the idea of getting out of a house. So that's what we're gonna talk about today. The first thing I would encourage people to do, ask yourself why you regret it. And be real with yourself. Now, there's a lot of reasons people have of regretting their house. Sometimes they feel stuck in one spot, they feel like they're trapped. Sometimes they buy a house that they thought they were gonna like and they actually hate it. Sometimes they buy a house and their life quickly shifts so the needs they had six months ago are no longer their needs. Sometimes they buy it thinking they can afford it and they realize, oh crap, I can't. Sometimes there's an opportunity cost that they didn't realize. They didn't realize when they bought this house, they weren't going to be able to do X, Y, Z. This is a very common one. There's a million reasons why people are regretting buying a house. So the first thing we need to do is ask ourselves, why do we have this regret? Why do we have this feeling? Once we know the answer to that, then we can address it. And there's two, two main paths where our regret follows. The first one is this. you People that regret their situation, they don't regret the house. They like the house. But the situation they're in, they entered into to get into the house, feels intense. It feels scary. It feels tricky. And that, that could be a financial situation. That could be where it feels tight. It feels like you've, you maybe have, have, have limited yourself or there's opportunity cost. So there's a couple ways to look at this. The first one is to ask yourself, if you can work through this situation, would you still stay in this house? For many people that I work with, the answer is yes. For many people, they would say, if only then I would love to be here. If only I'd be fine. One of, the, one of the problems that people face is after they get into the house, they pay the, they pay the closing costs and the, all the other things, the appraisal, the inspection, Bradon, and then they furnish it. They don't have a lot of money left. So all of a sudden they have this house and they don't have much money. Down payment, fees, furnishings, it all, it all zapped their, their savings. So people are freaking out because they don't have any money. Pretty common. So if that's you, it might mean then that you just need to take, take a season and save up an emergency fund. Save up, get some liquidity back. If there's a way that you can claw that back over the next three, four, five, six months... And if that would solve your regret, that's a good solution. Maybe, like many, maybe you buy a house and you realize the upkeep of a house is way more than advertised. This is the number one reason most people make bad financial decisions in houses. We're told that that you're only going to make money on a house, except for the fact that it costs you 1% to 3% a year of the purchase price just to maintain it. Nobody tells us this because it doesn't look like a monthly bill. It looks like zero, 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 Oh crap. That oh crap might be the air conditioner, the furnace, the garage door, the roof, the water heater. It could be a million different things. So one thing you could do, that some people do, if you're worried about the upkeep and you keep getting hit with some scary things, one idea is to buy a warranty. Especially if you just bought a house, If you just bought a house, a warranty might be what you need for this next season of life. If you can pay some money and know that you're protected from XYZ maintenance issues, which is is just reality of owning a home, that might get you where you need. Maybe, Maybe we need to generate some extra income because we don't have a lot of margin. Maybe we bought too much house for our income. Very common. Again, we're being told you should buy as much house as you can because you're gonna win because buying a house is a good financial decision. That's what we're told. It's usually absolute crap, but that's what we're told. So for many, it might just mean we need to find an income. Now you might say, well, Travis, I'm sorry, but I can't make more money. Well, that may be true. For some of you, it might be true. For some of you, you absolutely can. Or, if you have a house, you could always find a roommate. You could find somebody that wants to rent a room in your house. After all, we did this through college. Most of us had that in college. Why don't we have it in adulthood? This is what I did when I first bought my house. My, one of my college buddies, Eric, he, we were roommates in college, then we were roommates after college, and then I bought a house, and then he roomed with me and paid rent great setup. That may be the margin that you need to navigate this season. But let's just say you're like, yeah, yeah, Travis, that's all great. That's not my problem. I just regret buying this house. Maybe it's because you regret buying a house at all. Maybe it's because you regret this particular house or this particular neighborhood or this particular style. There's people that bought houses, they just regret buying that house. If that's the case, can we put selling it on the table? It's okay to sell your house. It's true it's gonna cost you. That is true. It's true that to sell a house, it's closing costs, it's selling fees those fees are just present. That's true. But that's a sunk cost. The day you buy a house, you've already, you've already signed up for closing costs and selling fees. You just didn't know it because you don't pay it when you buy it, but once you own it, you know you have to pay it when you sell it. So we don't, really, we don't talk about this. Again, buying a house is always a good financial decision. That's what we're told. But the day you buy a house, you are signing up to pay selling costs and closing costs. That's just what we sign up for. Now, there is an option. You don't have to. You can sell it on your own for sale by owner FISBO. You could do that. I would would caution people from taking this route. Often, it's true, you are saving money by doing this. That is true. But there are risks of making significant mistakes that could cost you far more. Or the headaches that will drive you insane. I'm always an advocate for using a good agent that will really serve you well. So we have to look at the sales costs as a sunk cost. If you already own a home, you've already signed up for paying those costs at some point down the road. Whether that's this month or a decade from now. That just might be the cost. My question to people is, is it really worth living in misery if you really regret living in this house? Is it really worth living in misery for the next seven to eight years just so you don't have to pay the cost that you've already committed to paying for in the future? I would argue, if you're already gonna have to pay that cost at some point, and you really regret buying this house, you should consider selling it. Yeah, it's, it's going to cost you. All mistakes do. All mistakes cost us something, and some cost us more than others. I've had my fair share of costly mistakes. But to live in regret, and to live in misery, and to live in fear, it's not worth it. This is meaning over money. This isn't money over everything. My next reminder is to really, really just push this idea that this is a season. It's always a season. If you're living in a house that you don't necessarily love, that's a season. And if we look at things as a season, we can get through, we can get to the next piece. But if that's you... If you regret buying a house, just know you're not alone and know you're not a failure and know you're not ungrateful and know you're not just weird. If you regret buying a house, it makes you human. And a big part of that comes from us being heavily influenced by the people around us and the people around us beat into our heads that we need to buy a house. I've owned two houses in my adult life the last of which I sold in 2019. Four years now, not owning a house. It's wonderful. It's wonderful. I will probably own a house again in the future. But I love my life not owning a house. That viewpoint is shocking to people. And I get comments all the time that say, Travis, I thought you were good with money. Travis, I thought you were successful. When people see that I don't own a house, it's conflicting to their opinions about me and finance because it's so deeply ingrained into us that we have to own a house that when somebody doesn't own a house, it's shocking because it means either they're poor or they're a failure or they're stupid. And the truth is you don't have to be any of those. Renting is perfectly fine. And if you bought a house that you regret, give yourself the freedom to get out if you need to. Or or give yourself the time to work through that challenge to a brighter day where you will find that house to be a blessing. I'm not advocating everybody just sell their houses. I'm advocating that you figure out why you feel the way you do, figure out the path to to unwind that feeling and then aggressively pursue that. And for many, it's going to be selling and for many, it's going to be keeping but working through the real root of the problem. You can do this, guys. Let's not live in regret. Let's not live in fear. Let's not live in stress. This is meaning over money and you deserve better. That's all I have for today. Take care, guys.